Hi, I'm Patrick Coleman. And I'm Kitty Coleman. And this is... Digging Bones. Ooh, you went really low that time. Is that how we're starting? I don't know. You were a bit. You usually just jump right in and take take the reins. So no, I love it. I love um, it. I think that's how we should start every time. Just just saying, hi I'm, guys. How are you? How are you? I mean, because I care. Yeah. How are yeah. you guys? It's more of an empathetic way to start instead of like, hey, skeleton crew, this is digging bones. <laughs> I mean, I could start like like that. A little, how are you? Yeah, it's a nice, friendly way. It's a nice, friendly way to get into it. This is uh, Digging Bones, of course, a podcast about the television show Bones. Yep. Um, We are a married couple writing a mystery novel and um, doing this podcast as sort of a side project, sort of fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because Lord knows we don't have anything else going on in our lives. <laughs> I may have had yet another why, freak out. Why we did, why we decided to, uh, why we decided to add this onto it. Uh, who knows? It's because we needed to have fun. Yeah, it's fun. And I we, love talking to you every week. I love talking it's to you. It's a good time. Um, and you know, Guys, really, this isn't the only time we talk to yeah, each other. Yeah, that's true. FYI. Um, and you know, we're looking into the television show Bones, um, because it is a mystery and we're writing our own mystery and you know it's kind of a way to um follow our intellectual curiosity because um obviously bones has a lot of science and stuff and so we're using it as a jumping off point to to learn because the truth is you if you open yourself up to it you can learn anything from anything that's right yeah mm-hmm. and this is really what what this show is about it's continuing education yeah so welcome, thank Maybe you. Maybe we'll just start giving people credits. Yeah. Oh, for, that would be for great. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? You oh, get one man. science I wonder credit if we for could every do that. episode. Oh, that would be great. And one language credit. <laughs> etymology corner. <laughs> um, this is season one, episode eight. The girl in the fridge. The fridge. I was going to say, oh, and our refrigerator came on in the background. Um, I was going to say refrigerator, but it's not not refrigerator. It's It's fridge. fridge. Um, Which is really the best name for a fridge. Eighth episode here. um, You know, this is, this was actually, this one was actually filmed more in the line of, of the way that they were releasing them. Okay. Um, so they stuck last episode, which was the fourth episode that they filmed. Right. Stuck it in here, so kind of messed with continuity. But you know, we're sort of back, back in the game at at this point. Cool. Um, this episode has to deal with um, 
Well, it has to deal with uh, Temperance Brennan's um, old love life coming her old back lo- to her. Old life, lo- love life, letter, letter. Yeah, sort of. And her personality. Yeah, and her personality. Mm-hmm. Really, her personality goes on trial. It literally. literally. Yeah. <laughs> literally goes on trial. Literally. So um, let's do a quick episode breakdown here for the skeleton crew which might not have <laughs> watched the episode um yeah we do this breakdown you know mostly because i i totally know that not everybody is going to commit to like watching the episode prior to listening to, right. the, to the show we all have lives i mean you know why i do this i don't know why i'm explaining it to yeah. you i'm explaining it to the people who maybe have just who have just joined uh, okay you know if this Welcome, is their first friends show. um all right so uh it starts with um, uh, Angela and uh, Bones putting together a skeleton. Um, there's some there's some funny business as the as the crew is coming in and talking and stuff. She gets a package, and um, it it gets her. It's a package, a wrapped package. Gets yep. her to stop working. She goes out and she sees her old lover. Dr. Michael Styers. Not only her old lover, but her old professor. Yes. We'll get into that later. Um, drops by for a visit. They um, they kind of uh, reminisce. They they get to know each other, or they're, they're talking. Um, and then Booth brings in a refrigerator yes. um, uh, that hasn't been opened, probably has a dead body inside, mm-hmm. pops it open, and there is indeed one of the... Uh, grossest bodies you guys so far this visual yeah had an odor like it did i could smell it even though it was on television yeah it was so gooey gooey very gooey Um, i think they used a lot of cornstarch in that one they find out that the remains belong to uh, maggie Schilling, who's a 19 year old dancer who um, had left her family. She had been um, kidnapped, supposedly mm-hmm. held for ransom, right. but then the ransom notes stopped coming. Um, so this is the mystery that they're they're following, trying to figure out how she got into the refrigerator. Um, she was uh, apparently tied up, um, and uh, they track her uh, last known whereabouts to a couple of. Uh, uh, people who practice BDSM, um, they they make a big to do about how kinky they are mm-hmm. um, as they're trying to pin this murder on them. Um, uh, Doctor uh, Brennan's uh, Bones's old lover becomes yes. the uh, special. What are they called? It's not special guests. Expert witness. Yeah. Extra special witness. The extra special expert witness for the defense. Yes. While Bones, on the other side, is the expert witness for the prosecution. Yeah. But Michael's a big fucking ass bag because he he did not tell her. No. That's why he was in town. Right. What a prick. It's uh, a bad scene. He's having sex with her and lying to her. Yep. Fuck you, Michael. Right. Fuck you. Terrible. Terrible situation. Um, d- over the course of the trial, uh, the two lovers, uh, Bones and uh, Dr. Michael Styers, go back and forth. Dr. Michael on, Assbag. 
would go back and forth on the witness stand um, until they eventually get a conviction, thanks in part to Booth giving up some secret, secret, super secret backstory on uh, on Bones's um, totally childhood. inappropriate. And it is very inappropriate. She has been betrayed by two men in this episode. I know, and it's it's awful. But they get the conviction, and um, then uh, yeah, uh, Doctor Doctor Michael Styers is uh, is uh, he leaves town um, ashamed of himself, probably. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. And then Booth and... He just uh, needed... Got the money he came into town for and a little piece on the side. And then Booth and Bones make up uh, while they're at the Washington Monument for some reason. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's how the Mm -hmm. episode ends. Over the course of this, there's not a lot of intrigue in the mystery. I mean, the mystery isn't that deep. This is one of those... Uh, this is one of those cases that they're working on that e- explains more about the relationships yes. uh, between the characters than it does about the mystery. Right. Um, so this mystery is very much in service of, of re- revealing um, sort of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so Agreed, I, right. this week we're going to spend a lot of time uh, all up in relationship, uh, relationship corner. corner. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We're going to... Be up in there. So this is a this is a good one for this this is sort of like Angela's Angela's dream scenario. Right. Right. She's been trying to get bones laid for the last seven episodes. Right. From the get go. Right. That's the first thing basically that she talks about. Mm-hmm. Is is getting uh getting bones laid. Yep. And here she getting bones some bone. <laughs> <laughs> and she does get boned she does she, she does get boned she i was should. actually i was actually pretty surprised because this is still in the cold open folks like the credits haven't even run yeah and we see them in bed yeah. together i mean this they, is it they was just like the longest right they didn't even make it to the restaurant yeah it was like the longest cold open I think I've seen yeah. yet for for these episodes. It like goes for a very long time, and I was startled when the credits started because I was like, "Shouldn't we have Aren't already, we already seen halfway these? through?" <laughs> <laughs> and there she is, mm-hmm. Emily Dashnell, with her showing full back on this one. Yeah, full backle, <laughs> full backle is, nudity. Is, is that a thing? Like, well, it's the opposite of full frontal nudity. No, no, no. I mean, is it just a big deal? People have been showing their chests and backles with the (sighs) little blanket or sheet forever. You know, it's the first time we've seen that much skin. Here's what I want to know. It is. Skin and bones. (laughs) She's all skin and bones. (laughs) Yeah. How come every time we see these kinds of scenarios where a couple is in bed together and... Especially if it's women, mm-hmm. um, they seem to have lost the comforter somehow. Yeah, it's usually just a sheet. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, if we're gonna lay in bed together like that, I wouldn't just grab just the sheet to cover my tits. Right. You just saw my tits. What do right. I need that What's for? What's the point? 
What's the point? I know, you guys. It's, I know it's for television. Well, you know, but it's, it, I but guess I would it's say, like, modesty. if we're now at that point where we're snuggling with the blanket, right, right? You'd want the comforter up there with you. Sure. Well, we don't actually have a top sheet, so this is not a thing no, that can happen in our in our lives. I know. We we just use the the comforter. It's European style. I know. Uh, yeah, that's how the Europeans sleep. Yeah, but comforter. It's not comforter exactly. Why? What's what's the difference? Well, because we don't have. We're not currently. We yeah. have in the past using a duvet. Right. And the duvet is washable. Right. In a better way than, oh, than the, the comforter. comforter. Okay, I get I get what you're saying. Okay. So, so it, the duvet cover acts as a sheet. Right. Right. the comforter. So it's sort of a it's sort of a modified modified <laughs> modified yes. European uh, <laughs> European sleeping arrangement. But my point is like also I don't like the, the lounging naked after sex situation. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't even remember that like when. I was young and, and single and stuff. I mean, it, it, I felt like there wasn't a lot of lounging around talking naked in bed. No. Was that just like, I mean, not that everybody was in a hurry to get dressed again, but it just seemed like, you know, there's, a, there's activity after you've done it. You know, there's things to clean up. There's, Ugh. you know, <laughs> that's the, no, no, but I'm like, you want to go, you want to go get, you want to go get like a glass of water. You need a glass of water. That's exactly. right. Or you might want to get a snack. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it just seems it just seems weird that people just lounge around and talk. You know, yeah. naked afterwards. Yeah. Right. I've never been I my mean, experience. That's we we don't chat afterwards when we're in the laying around portion. Right. Did you before you met me? No. God no. no. Neither did I. Yeah, we certainly didn't while we were dating even. No. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a thing people do. It doesn't seem like... Maybe we're just busy, busy. <laughs> Too busy to lounge around. Got shit to do. Too busy to lounge around naked. Come on. Let's let's get let's get moving. Let's we focus. Got, we got some laundry to get done. Thank God do we, you guys. <laughs> oh. Mount Washmore. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, this... Um, this relationship, uh, they jump right back into it, obviously, you know. Um, yep. Now, what do you think about this situation where he's her uh, professor? Gross. Right? Yeah, and they're trying to make it as if they were two colleagues. Right. Well, no. that's what he's trying to make it. Right. And he's saying, like, he was 23. No, she's, he's saying she was She was 23. 23. Mm-hmm. She was 23. I don't, we, we don't... No, his age. How old he is? No. But like, if he was a, if he was a full professor, mm-hmm. not like a TA, right? But a full professor, and she's like a, sort of a graduate student, you know, wonderkind type of graduate student. Mm-hmm. At twenty three, he's what maybe ten years. He's got to be at least ten years or senior, at maybe. least. I don't know how old he is. At least, but maybe either he way, he's a wonder kid too. Who I mean, knows? either either way, there's like, it's there's a power dynamic. Exactly, shouldn't it's inappropriate. That's that's what I'm talking about. Go get go to the BDSM people if you want a power dynamic. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this whole it's episode an, yeah, is, is, an, about, an, is about is about power dynamics. about power dynamics. 
and you know he really plays it off and they're trying to make like the the bdsm people to be like these kinky freaks they're murderers right we find out not all bdsm people are murderers for our listeners absolutely (laughs) this is kind of a it feels like it's kind of a you know they try to make them um they try to make them out to be these kinky freaks because they like a riding crop and and you know like what are they they're showing they're like in their house they should they put like fuzzy fluffy i mean come on yeah fuzzy handcuffs and like and like a riding crop yeah that's it that's That's all you got that's as heavy as they i mean like if they were like if they like pulled out a gimp suit you know (laughs) or like you know an array of ball gags or whatever oh you remember that show we were watching about the murder of the guy in washington oh yeah they had like a full yeah talk about extended dining room table full of Right. So that that mur- so we're talking about this show that was that was on I think Peacock about um, the murder of a of a man that happened in in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember uh, it- the era, but it happened in a, a a very sort of prominent affluent uh, area. He died um, in the bed. They said it was an intruder, um, but over the course of the uh, investigation, they found out that. Um, one that there was kind of like a thruple situation between the men in the house. Right. And one of them was um, very heavily into BDSM. And the, the things that they pulled out of the dude's closet were like, I mean, that's, that's where you go. Oh, that person's into BDSM. Right. That, that's exactly right. Like that person, there were into it. Ball gags and spreader. It makes me, you know why, you guys? Because it makes me gag. <laughs> the idea of that. <laughs> I can't. It was just. So use other yeah. words. It's just. Um, there were there's lots a lot. Of other there things. was lots more. You know, yeah. so this whole riding crop fuzzy handcuff situation, I'm not buying it. No. They're not. I don't think they're that kinky. Well, and if and you wanted us to not, think that they were that the kinky. The handcuffs I've seen in these kinds of collections are not usually pink and fuzzy. They're certainly not fuzzy. Because that's sort of antithetical to the point, right? right? Like, oh, I'm I'm into I'm into bondage and domination, but you know I like my handcuffs to be fuzzy, please. Well, actually, I don't want that you know, much discomfort. I don't think it's always about discomfort. <laughs> no, Sometimes it's not. It's, it's about, about power. It's about power and restriction. Yeah, and stuff like I that, mean, right? some people like the discomfort. That's true. Sure. But but the, my point is, like, they are making these folks out to be like. Horrible. You know, the kinkiest weirdos in the world. Yeah. And it's and not then, that big a deal. And then meanwhile, Dr. Meanwhile, Michael, Michael, what's his face, is is Michael out there. Ass bag inappropriate face. And he's out there, you know, fucking his student. Yeah. In that, in a sort of power exchange dynamic. Right. That's probably not, I mean, he has the upper hand in that situation, right. obviously. Because he does. He has control over our grades, everything else. It's just gross, man. It is. It's just gross. And so who's who's the kinky weirdo is my question. Yeah. Who? Well, is all it? of them. All of them. <laughs> That's right. So um And if you point at all of them, then none of your fingers are pointing back at you. 
<laughs> I'm wafting my hands around. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. If you have all your if you have all your fingers pointed outwards. To somebody else. All of them. All, all of the people. Of the, all of the people <laughs> are fucking kinky weirdos. All right. Well, good it's, for you guys. Yeah. It's, um, and there's little acknowledgement of that through the whole thing. You know? There is. I mean, they do this icky thing with Zach where mm-hmm. they're, Zach's trying to do the math and figure out if he's going to get laid by Dr. Brennan. Right. Because all facts point to this is how it works. Yeah, the professor fucks the student and bones is I would Zach's think Zach would be student. smart enough to y- use more than one source for his scientific data. Right. But right. But he's, you know, he's not really socially he's he's a little socially awkward. <laughs> Such an understatement. <laughs> So what do you think about that situation? So they come back the next day after they're having their, their uh, uh, you know, sex times. Mm-hmm. They come back late the next day. Mm-hmm. And w- what did you think about this business where, where Hodgins and Zach, like, mm-hmm. stand in front of the guy when uh-huh. he, he, he walks in because he's, you know, he's a forensic anthropologist too. Right. And, you know, Bones is going to show him the victim and what they've learned um, and, and Zach and Hodgins are like right there, like standing, ch- like chest up, arms crossed, mm-hmm. you know, like acting like a up. disappointed father. Yeah. What, what did you, how did you feel about that situation? I had hoped that their purpose in doing that was to prevent him from seeing the evidence, mm-hmm. not because they knew it was evidence at that yeah. point and that he, they didn't know at that point that he was the enemy, but just, you know, they've got their little swipe cards, just preventing someone from entering the sterile environment, mm-hmm. and then she's just like, let him through. Yeah, yeah. But they did also have a disappointed father vibe. About they did, that. they mm-hmm. did very much. And Booth very much didn't have a disappointed father vibe. No, but he had a, you know... He, he played up the competitiveness a lot. He didn't. But I think he wanted to her to win because he's, she's his gal. Yeah. That, that was the thing that was, that I found interesting about Booth in this, in this episode is that he, you know, from the, from the tension we've seen up till this episode, you right. would think maybe there would be some like, some like intense jealousy. Right. But that's not how they played it. No. Like, he was very, very chill. He was. Through the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, so chill that at one point he's talking to uh, the ex-boyfriend and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, she's so, she's so great and da 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 and talking about how she's such a great partner and stuff right. like that and really talking her up, but doing it in this really, you know, chill sort of Chummy. colleague, colleague way. Yeah. And it was it was strange that they didn't, you know, make him jealous. Yeah. At all. I, maybe that's a layer we're meant to see. I guess. That yeah. He isn't going to be threatened by exes and yeah, you know, other stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Because I mean, all the times previously where he's been, you know, sort of overbearing and almost threatening to Bones right. in some way. It was it was strange that he wouldn't have this like crazy overprotective um, layer, right? 
So, you know, it's a, uh, it, it's pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting yeah. to me the the way they played it. Mm-hmm. Um so other than that, I mean, that was that was the big relationship of this yeah. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um and sort of the other piece was kind of understanding understanding who Bones is as as a person. Right. And why she uses such hardcore um you know techno jargon language mm-hmm. when she's when she's talking to people. Right. How do you how do you feel that that went down? Well, aside from Booth betraying a trust. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Because he told the DA Right. Hey, you know Ask her about her parents. Because Temperance has been on the stand and she's and the jury is just like falling asleep in their chairs when they're listening oh, to her but testimony. I want to talk about the jury coach for a second. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the jury coach. Or the expert witness coach lady. Mm-hmm. You know, she Oh my god. Jury coach is was was her was her title. Is that right? Yeah. So Joy she's Joy Devers. Yeah, so she's working name. she's working with the DA. Ugh, what a horrible woman though. Right? I mean, at one point she like basically tells Brennan that if she fucks this up, it's her fault. Yeah. That a murderer walks free. Yeah. As if it were her fault that they murdered the person in the first place. Right. Like, could you imagine having to have that guilt laid upon you? Yeah. When you're just fucking up there to report the science? It's just too much pressure. Like, you're not a murderer. And she, Bones. and the way she leans in to, to Bones really to like we don't need her to tell us that these two are different that, right that bones and her ex-lover are are different right. right but they use her as this sort of narrative plot device to like just tear into bones in like yeah. the nastiest so way So nasty she's like she's like people, people don't, don't like, like you, you. <laughs> just straight up people don't like you it's just like fuck you who are you right do you want do you want an expert witness? Yeah. Or do you want go to go fuck, fuck yourself? yourself? Right. Go find a different forensic anthropologist to witness for you. Oh wait, there's only four. Right. And the defense says one of the other ones. Right. Yeah. Good luck. It's it's just, you know, there's and there's no reason for her to be that no. shitty. No. There's and no it's, reason. It doesn't promote a reason to to do what she wants her to do. No. Uh-uh. And the whole thing I is like... I would just be like, I'm going to talk more fucking techno jargon. Right, exactly. I'm going to be a passive aggressive little baby because <laughs> you're so mean. Well, and also the fact that she like stood there and said, hey, your ex-boyfriend, however, is like the best. Right. And I would like to fuck him in fact. I would have popped everyone in the nose. Just crazy. Oh, what a horrible woman. Joy, and her name is Joy? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. What's with Joy's? Um... I want to talk about the I want to talk about that the trial a little bit mm-hmm. because this is the first episode of Bones where where there's a trial where they try to lean into like a um like a law and order type of, you know, situation um and you have the opening arguments from both lawyers as they sort of go back oh, and forth in the courtroom. That was making me dizzy. I know. The, the way they shot the it. The camera work in this whole thing is like very spinny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the opening was really spinny. The courtroom is super spinny. That sounds correct. And then you get um, then you get all of the uh, 
all of the Jeffersonian crew, well, not, well, most of the Jeffersonian crew, right, on the stand, mm-hmm. and it starts with Booth, right, for for the prosecution, yeah, and the way he testifies, like he's kind of like leaned back, he's got like an arm up on the stand. Well, they're just trying to say that he's also just very casual and and laid back. Yeah, it's but like, he's casual to the point of just being an arrogant fuck, right. Like the whole time, he's just like, oh, I don't know. That's just the way I see it. And just leave it for the experts to explain. Just leave that for the experts to explain. But I know, I know a murder when I see one. You know, oh it's God. like he's so tossing it off. If I were mm-hmm. a juror, I would have been like, "Fuck this guy." He didn't do any of his homework. Yeah, this like arrogant cop. Get him off the stand. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. and he and he didn't really offer anything. It was all conjecture and, and everything else where they they objected to him like four or five times right. just in his like small testimony well he just kept on talking about his opinion and that's yeah. not why we're here yeah and then hodgins comes up and does his his very good bug thing yeah where he talks about bugs oh hodgins do your yeah. very good bug thing sir and he uh talks about bread mold which he got really he got excited, excited about. about it uh you know because it showed how long she'd been in the refrigerator um and then they bring up angela for some reason which doesn't make any sense so okay She's this like, is what I'm, you get she... <laughs> this is what you get you get you get <laughs> booth the the arresting officer the investigator he gives testimony. You've got Bones, right? Mm-hmm. Great forensic pathologist. Right. She gives testimony. Mm-hmm. Really s- s- deep, medical, boring testimony. Right. Then you have Hodgins. Gives very good scientific testimony about the bugs and how long she's been in there. Mm-hmm. And then you have Angela. And Angela's like, I drew a picture. Yeah, she looks like a kindergartner. She goes, look at the picture I drew. And that's it. That's like all she offers. This is what I do. There's no, like, she's not presenting any evidence. It doesn't have anything to do with the murder. No. It's just like, why? In fact, she says, as it turns out, that we didn't need it anyway, but I drew it. Yeah. It's like, why are you even here? Yeah. What's the point? Lame. Do you know, it's like, this is another strike on Joy. Deavers. Ah, Joy. Because, you know what? Why the, f- if you're the right? jury expert, why, why would the you put fuck her up there? would you tell the DA to call up Angela? Yeah. It's a waste of everybody's fucking time. It sure is. It's bonkers. I would have been pissed off. I would have been like, if I were a juror, I would have been like, what Is that the your fuck? bone to pick? What's the, yeah, I'll talk about it a little later. Uh, oh. But we'll get there. I mean, I basically, yeah, just said it, but. I want to try to keep these things in their areas, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we still in relationship corner? <laughs> it's a very long relationship corner. <laughs> but, yeah, we can be done. Oh, we can phew. be done with relationship corner. It's a lot. Well, it was all, to be fair. Yeah. The episode was mostly relationship it corner. It was. Yeah. Um, do, you have a, do you have a word for us this week? I do. Um, let me see if I'm saying it right, because I messed it up last week. Yep. Affluent. Oh, effluent. Effluent. Wait, how, do you, how did you say it? I said effluent. Effluent. How did I say it? Effluent. Damn it, I did it again. <laughs> Let's see. Effluent. Effluent. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I even was looking at the spelling at that time. Yeah, effluent. Effluent. 
Um, anyway, effluent is this was the gray sludge that came out. Of right. Yeah. Effluent was what actually had the visual mm-hmm. odor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes from the Latin verb effluere. I don't know how to say that either, but I should have looked that up. To flow out. In an older meaning, an effluent was a stream flowing out of a river or a lake. But nowadays, effluent almost always means waste that pours into our water and air. Liquid factory waste, smoke, and raw sewage can all be called effluents. An effluent filter keeps treated waste flowing out of the septic tank and clogging into drainage pipes. Um, But a little fun fact about effluent Mm -hmm. is when the sewage enters a treatment plant, it's referred to as influent. Really? Yes. And after it has been treated and the treated wastewater leaves the treatment plant, this wastewater is referred to as effluent. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. So the stuff going into the plant is influent. Uh Uh-huh. And the stuff going out is effluent. Yep. That kind of, you know, sometimes I kind of feel like a wastewater plant. I feel like people Ew. give me their inf- influence and it's like bad, like bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> what I, and then what I, what I, and then it, like I've got And bad, then you regurgitate then it effu- as effluent. Eff- effluent, yeah. Are I mean, you talking it can about... work. I'm saying it can work with people too. Is I all don't I'm saying. think it can. It can. I don't think you're wastewater. <laughs> God, that's that's interesting. That effluence was once like any water flowing out of a lake or a stream. Yep. But now, over the course of human history, we've polluted it with all our bullshit. Yeah. It's like we've polluted the word and the world. Damn. That's deep, man. We pollute. We polluted the world, and then we polluted the word. Oh, that's deep. It's it, it <laughs> follows the other. It's true. That's not deep. You don't really think that's. I deep. do think it's deep. That you is, do. That's deep. <laughs> so, and that kind of brings us to um to corpse corner. Corpse corner. Because we, we we have had kind of a de facto corpse corner. We time. have. We, we never formally um, discussed it, and it's not in my list of things to look for. <laughs> well, we kind of do it naturally. Right. Um, and this was a, you know, like we said, it's a, it's a, really, it's a really gross one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder sometimes, like, how, how accurate they, they make these. And, and if you're an art designer um, or a special effects person, mm-hmm. like, how... How do you research? Yeah, this is what a body kept in a refrigerator for a, for a long time would would look like. Well, a few episodes back, Bones had grumbled, right, about writers not taking mm-hmm. her technical advice. Yeah, and that might be one of those instances in which the artist takes some it's just like, some license. I don't know what happens to a body when it's in a refrigerator for this long. And I she's guess like, it, it doesn't melts. look like that. And he's like, yeah, but this looks cool. It's just like it just melts. I mean, that's what it looked like. It didn't happened. seem it like there was like enough melted. effluent 
in there. No, yeah, not for the amount, like how bare the skeleton was. Right. I mean, it looked it was like a super bare, gross, but it was I like feel a, like there would have been a lot more. Yeah, it was kind of like a gr- gummy, gray. gross, gray, kind of s- fleshy on the but skeleton. But it only looked like a, like a quart of it. And yeah, I feel like the, we would have gallons. Yeah, under the bottom, it was just like a pool mm-hmm. and it didn't even spill out. It leaked a little up. If, if I would feel like there would you still be some happened. chunks and stuff. There would probably they still probably be some chunks. They probably had some chunks and they yeah. probably had a pump under there to make it kind of spill out over yeah. the sides. Yeah. It probably got clogged with a chunk. Oh, yeah. And they're like, motherfucker, we've been working on this all day. <laughs> this, is, this is interesting conjecture. Won't, <laughs> it won't work. The effluent won't come out. <laughs> and they're like, we've got to get this crew on out of here let's just shoot it as is (laughs) that might be what happened yeah it was it didn't feel like like it was chunky enough but it was definitely gross enough and it didn't feel like there was enough volume there right right not for a full body body. even for a 19 year old yeah no uh, you would you would expect there would be there would be more physically they're pretty much fully grown that's true i guess um the, can we talk about the refrigerator a little bit? Oh yeah, that refrigerator was not in those pe- that person's apartment. It was like ancient. It was rusted. It and might it was as like well been a sixty called an icebox, right? Like not even a refrigerator, but more like it and was, not like the old timey wooden icebox, right. but like you know, like the fifties one. Yeah, it was small. It only came up to like booth's shoulder and right yeah and it was a million years old and and then compared to the new one that they bought just normal it's like what these people did not have this refrigerator in their house no they didn't and also it was like way rusted out yeah for the relatively short amount of time what did they say seven weeks yeah no a year uh, i can't can't remember. remember um but it seemed like a relatively short time to have a completely rusted out refrigerator yeah you know, from from the sixties, when we moved into this house, we had a refrigerator <laughs> from the from the seventies. Sixties, yeah, seventies, probably sixties, seventies. Uh-huh. Probably hadn't been changed since the original owners had been in the house, right? And um, and it did. It like came up to my shoulders, and nothing you guys would fit in this. You thing. couldn't fit. I couldn't in buy there. the smallest thing of ketchup at the grocery <laughs> store. It wouldn't fit in the door. Right. It was too tall. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could have, do you think we could have fit a nineteen year old in there? Well, if we took everything out, yeah. <laughs> we didn't. No. Oh my god. No. You guys, we didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Stop accusing. Um you know what I wanna have? I wanna have a, a bones uh a bones chunky necklace corner. <gasps> I just want you to buy me a Bones Chunky Necklace every time we see a Bones Chunky Necklace. Do you like our necklaces? I love They're that. all like massive, like, I think, I think, is there shtick like... Is it, it surprising that I like them? No, I guess not. No. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty gaudy. I'm done. They're tasteful. No, they're tasteful. Goodbye. They're tasteful. <laughs> Goodbye. Is the is the I'm going. <laughs> Got things to do. Is the whole thing that she collected those while she was in Yeah, South obvious. America? Abs. Because they're all sort and of Africa. like a 
Yeah, because they're all kind of tribal. Didn't mm-hmm. Angela call them like Earth Earth Mother at one at one point? Earth Mother know. Medallions. I don't know. I've got two. The walls have gone up. <laughs> why? Why have the walls gone up? You know why? Oh come on! I love your I love your chunky necklaces. My gaudy necklaces. I love. <laughs> I love your Phoenix. You've got that Phoenix necklace. That's uh-huh. awesome. Uh-huh. I love that. Yeah. I've bought you like a whole bunch of like big pearl. I should have said big. They're big. They're not gaudy. They're just, they're big. Okay. That's, that's what I should have Let's said. Let's just move on. Okay. What's, what's in science corner? Maybe we don't need a chunky necklace corner. <laughs> but I want a chunky necklace corner. Hmm. Oh man. Come on. Hmm. Oh. God. Well, I guess this will be our last podcast, guys. Sorry. I'll get over it. I'll get over it. <laughs> I don't know that we're going to make a corner out of it anymore, though. Oh, come on. Man, I was just joking. They're big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, Science Corner today, um, one of the main clues was uh, the victim... Uh, was affected by parathyroid. No, not. Uh, uh, ooh, ah, hyperparathyroidism is what it's called. Um, so hyperparathyroidism. Wow, that's fun to say fast. If you nail it, go for it. Hyperparathyroidism. Hyperparathyroidism. Good job. I mean, probably we shouldn't be so enthused about it because it doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Um, but what hyperparathyroidism is. Um, is an increase in parathyroid hormone. And what parathyroid hormone does is sort of regulate the the sort of building and unbuilding of bone in the body. Oh, okay. So it regulates like uh, the way bone breaks down and goes into the bloodstream and the way it goes back into the bone and and, uh, builds it up. Oh, cool. Um, so that's what that, that's what that hyro, uh, that, that's what that hormone is, is, uh, mainly for, um, it was important in this case because, um, there were some fractures, there were some other issues. And the question was, were those fractures, fractures related to the hyperparathyroidism or, um, were they related to struggle? Um, from being right. bound, um, so it's a it's a fairly common disorder um, across the world, oh. um, and what it does is it relates to elevate or uh, it it um, causes elevated blood calcium levels, and so as you can imagine, anytime you have um, elevated uh, uh, calcium levels in your blood your body's going to have to work like extra hard mm-hmm. to, to get them out. Okay. So if you had, it, it just is essentially, um, abnormal increase in, uh, in calcium. And so your body has to, has to deal with that, that high blood calcium level. Um, and what, what that does is it, uh, causes things like kidney stones. Oh, um, other symptoms can include bone pain, uh, weakness, depression, confusion, and increased urination. Hmm. Huh. 
What do you know? What do you know? Um, I know kidney stones are a rough subject for you, having just, <laughs> having just gone through some. But the stones were not the problem. Hopefully, they're not related to uh, hyperparathyroidism. Nah, Jeez. I doubt it. Um, I don't so, know. some eighty percent of the cases of hyperthyroidism are due to a single benign tumor hmm. known as a parathyroid adenoma. Uh huh. Um, there are other sort of rare uh, forms of uh, uh, parathyroid cancer mm-hmm. that can that can lead to it. Um, so there is some medication to to treat it. Um, uh, but some of which they listed in this episode, the doctor did. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, but you know, mostly you just, you just gotta, you gotta live with it. Another case, uh, or another reason you might have elevated, uh, calcium levels is low vitamin D. Oh, That's another yeah. reason. Um, so the, the signs and symptoms, um, about 75%, percent of people who have this are asymptomatic. Hmm. Um, and, uh, common manifestations, uh, of the hypercalcemia, uh, do, which is the increased level of calcium. Right. Um, it's mostly weakness and fatigue. Like I said, bone pain, uh, muscle soreness, decreased appetite, feelings of nausea and vomiting, uh, constipation, pancreatitis, uh, polyuria, uh, polydipsia, cognitive impairment, kidney stones, vertigo. Um, hmm. Yeah, whole whole bunch of things. A history of acquired racket nails. Whoa, what are racket nails? Racket nails, the nail plate is flattened. The end of the thumb is widened and flattened, and the distal phalanx is abnormally short. In racket nails, the width of the nail bed and nail plate is greater than their length. I see. Hmm. It's painless and asymptomatic. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's um, it's not the best. Uh, radi- radiation exposure can cause it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's genetic conditions that can cause it. Um, and, uh, as I said, the, the, uh, parathyroid, uh, adenomas will cause it. Um, and how do you find linked, out about it? They've been linked Is with it a blood test or a yeah. CT mm-hmm. scan. Or yeah. Hypercalcemia okay. blood test. They can probably track it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, the parathyroid adenomas, interesting, <laughs> have been linked with DDT exposure. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, although it's been linked with DDT, mm-hmm. causal uh, causal link hasn't been established. Ah. Um, gold standard diagnosis. Here we go. Is an immunoassay. Um, so ah. they can they can figure it out through that. Mm-hmm. Um, blood tests, cal- calcium levels, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the interesting thing is it's been around for a very long time. As long as humans have had bodies, it seems. Um, The oldest known case that was found was found in a cadaver from the early Neolithic period in a cemetery in southwest Germany. How cool 
was that? I mean, not so, for the person. Not for the person, but that they diagnosed it through, yeah. through the bones. Probably a forensic anthropologist like bones uh, right. figured it out. <gasps> hey. Hey, I want to ask you a question. Hey. I just remembered this because I wanted to ask you while we were watching it. So the BDSM people right. were... Circling back. Were... Um, she was... A, she worked the front desk right. of the doctor's right. office. Uh-huh. And the patient who mm-hmm. was the victim yep. was apparently tr- bugging her right. for medications. Right. Samples of narcotics. Right. They don't give samples of narcotics. Okay. That was one of the questions I was going to ask you. Yeah. The second question is, would you see a patient enough as a front desk person that you would establish any sort of personal relationship? Oh, with sure. Them? Really? Oh, yeah. Like enough that you would like, like invite oh, yeah. them out for drinks? Like, hey, I see you at the clinic all the time. I'm, oh, I'm the front well, desk person. Why I don't you come out for drinks? I never invited anybody to drinks, but there was definitely people I would wanted to hang out with more. But oh. it would have been inappropriate for me to invite them for drinks right so guys i was a medical receptionist for a yeah. long time just for our listeners who didn't know mm-hmm. but no i definitely like doctors are behind schedule a lot mm-hmm. y'all you get to chit chat and you do so yeah so that's interesting that's pl- i felt like that wouldn't be a plausible situation i felt like like the just shut the window (laughs) yeah exactly like i definitely wanted to for certain people but yeah i mean i've never been in a doctor's office where the front you know desk person established any sort of rapport you know or that i would even necessarily talk to (laughs) you are but then uh, see for me i would be like i would be like does she know i'm coming in here yes she does my butt checked out she absolutely knows that yes and like she probably scheduled it and that's like that feels awkward or is it just the like, i don't know why you're getting so much butt ch- stuff checked out <laughs> but because like we didn't have that often in many of the offices i worked in or is it just a great icebreaker hey hey how's your butt how's your butt stuff <laughs> notice you're standing is that yeah. why you're up at my window talking to me because you got some butt stuff. You, I mean, you wouldn't like. How would you, how would you, talk to to patients? Like, how would you, how would those relationships and friendships like be established? Well, we all get butt stuff sometimes. No, <laughs> it's just not a big deal. <laughs> no, I mean, like in your in your experience, just chit chatting while you're waiting for the doctor. Yeah, really, and you. And it gets friendly enough, you're like... Well, yeah, but you don't chit-chat about why you came to the doctor. You're sure. chit-chatting about other stuff. Yeah, because everybody knows why they're there. They don't want to dwell on it. Well, the waiting room certainly doesn't know, so I wasn't gonna, wouldn't be like, Hey, Mr. Coleman here for your butt stuff! <laughs> well, look, uh, I don't go to the doctor for butt stuff. I just want to establish <laughs> that right now. I don't... I haven't... If I have a problem with my butt stuff, I take care of it by myself at home. (laughs) No, I mean, if I had some serious butt issues, I would go in. Of course you would. But, you know, I'm just establishing 
that I haven't had have, serious have yet Have yet to have one. Well, hopefully not ever. You know, I mean, you age long enough, eventually that's... Somebody's going to have to see your ass. Somebody's going to have to take care of butt stuff. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, okay, well, I think I think we've uh, done enough damage <laughs> on this one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And, uh, you know, we've had a really, we've had a really good so podcast. So now that everybody's I've, super uh, uncomfortable between I've, our BDSM uh, chat and yeah, our butt and stuff. Yeah, sort of the breakdown of our relationship in real time. Oh, my God. Uh, You're so melodramatic about the breakdowns of our relationships. <laughs> uh so i guess that brings us to to the end here um what was your what was your bone to pick dear the ending all right tell me about it tell me about it they're at the washington monument right Mm -hmm. on scaffolding looking at a a new dead body Mm -hmm. and then the camera pulls off back and back and back further over this technicolor disco DC. And it just irked me. I hated it. I hated it so much. It was very serious. Like, it was pretty serious CGI. Yeah. It was pretty serious CGI. What, what, did, you, what did you like the least about it? The, the disco colors they used for it. It was horrible. <laughs> and, the, and it ends after, and then, after then a... It ends. After an episode full of like power dynamics, it ends with this giant phallus, phallus yeah, Washington Monument oh, stuck right in the center. Yeah, but it needed about s- power. It needed some help to be supported. Yeah, yeah, with the scaffolding. So I wouldn't call it that powerful, you big penis. <laughs> sure, uh, <laughs> my uh, my bone to pick is Angela putting Angela on the stand. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever no any sense no i also also just like the whole cross-examination of bones getting into her personal life like i get why they had to ask her about her parents death Mm -hmm. to try to show to break her down so that she talks about her victim in a human way right but i don't that i don't believe for a second that would have ever been allowed. Me, no, no, no. I mean, the the DA in this case was just like ridiculous. Yeah. Why? Why? Just you know, build your case based on the facts. Why do you have to get into her past? Right. Doesn't make any sense. Right. You know, and and just the fact that they literally cross-examine her um, attitude. Yeah. On the on the stand, it just so um, inappropriate doesn't make it doesn't make any sense i mean i get it i guess as a writer you're looking for a device to sort of open her up but Uh this is just an inappropriate setting for it yeah there's there's other ways you could have done it um so that whole uh trial thing is is definitely my my bone to pick okay and that brings us to the end of the episode folks um thank you for thank you for sticking around uh skeleton crew did you get a final thought Oh yeah, yeah. I got a final thought. I couldn't find one. No, I sure did. There were there were a, there were a couple. Really, you um, had a couple. Yeah, but first I want to tell everybody that they can uh, they can follow us on oh, uh, yeah. 
marriedmystery.substack.com. Uh, That's right. That's uh, where we release our newsletter regularly. If you sign up, that newsletter will be m- emailed to you on a regular basis. So we try I mean, to. We how try much to post better would like it be to have two or three times a week a little married mystery post in your inbox instead of like spam? And, yeah, yeah, and bills. Yeah. And, yeah, boring stuff. stuff. Boring. We try to make it. We try to make it uh, entertaining. Yeah. So have, give give yourself a little treat in your inbox. Yeah. Yeah. Sign up, and uh, we'll keep in contact with you. If you uh, like what we do and you want to support us, you can um, also subscribe. Yeah. Um, uh, you can throw us throw us some some money, which would uh, which would help us along in our endeavors. Yeah, you wouldn't hear um, the fridge probably as yeah. often. You wouldn't? <laughs> well, we'd get better equipment. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, and it'll just uh, support us as we as we work to um, to build our book and, and get it published. Yes, and thank you so For much. For paid subscribers, there are some perks, perks. Uh, including um, getting, getting a character named after you in mm-hmm. the book, um, getting a copy, a first edition copy of the book uh, when it's published, and also whoop, whoop. exclusive content, uh, which comes out on a fairly regular basis, only for subscribers. So um, kick in if you can. If not, we're just happy to have you on board, That's happy right. to have you following along. Um, and that'll wrap up for this episode. That's a wrap. Final thought. Final thought. There's a couple of them. Can only have one. I know. This is this is this is the one. Uh, again, from you know, from from truly the the wisest, I think, person um, is the main character Bones. Mm-hmm. Um, and this final thought comes from her. Um, and this is it. Time is an imposed construct. That's it. Let's leave you with that. Time is an imposed construct. And that's our time. And that's our time. Our imposed construct of time. Um, We'll see you next week, guys. All right. Love you guys. See you Uh, later. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.